Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And here's Dan Muser right now. Hi, Dan. Good morning, Sue. How are you? I am well. How are you? Great. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen you, right? A couple of days ago. We yeah, saw yeah you in the, a couple of days ago. In the torrential yeah, rain when it was yeah things. four degrees up in Scranton, and you were there, and I asked you if you were running for Congress, and you said yes, and then lo and behold, yesterday, boom, you made the announcement. So talk about the the reasons that you decided to get into this race, and if you had any kind of discussions with uh, Lou Barletta, who holds this seat now, about uh, about the possibility of, of you making this run? Sure, thanks. Thanks very much. Um, yeah, I mean, I've uh, lived in the area that makes up the 11th Congressional now for almost 30 years. Uh, spent well over 20 years of that time um, with Pride Mobility Products and uh, continue to and help grow a small company to a large company. I mean, during that time, my wife and I, Shelly, we spent a lot of time with community activities and playing a proactive role. Um, uh, I was revenue secretary, as you mentioned, for uh, for four years. So I've got the public sector experience. Uh, what it really comes down to is service uh, is in my blood, if you will. I mean, I, I went to South Korea. I like people. I like creating opportunity for people. Um, I love my country. I want to serve my country. I know this district. Uh, I you know, spend it all the time I have down in Dolphin County. I know it uh, as far south as Shippensburg and up through uh, Titanic. And I certainly know Luzerne County and Montour, and I'm on my way to Columbia County right now. So I feel very good about that. Um, and there's a certain uh, something else that's compelled me somewhat, and that is uh, how I've been asked. Since Lou uh, Barletta, uh, our current congressman who has served with such distinction, has um, decided to run for U.S. Senate, and I have been in, in contact and uh, I've been very friendly with Lou over the years, as has many people. Uh, but um, I admire him greatly. I'm very happy and excited for him that he's running for the U.S. Senate. I will be supporting him 110%, and I'm also going to be giving 110% to, to retain his seat for, for the people of the 11th. Uh, but I will tell you, all the you know endorsements you get and friendships and, and contacts that do get developed over time, this election is going to be up to the voters of the 11th District, and I'm going to be campaigning hard. Um, uh, in, in person, uh, regularly, and um, I'm going to do my best to make my case, earn this thing for all the right reasons, and prove to people that that I'm a person uh, that that can be a friend, but also uh, serve well as their as their member of Congress. Let's talk about some of the hats you've worn through the years, Dan. Uh, first of all, we often hear that uh, Washington does not really understand the the business climate, the business community very well, that often the decisions are made by people who have absolutely, as they said with, with Donald Trump, uh, never signed the front of the paycheck. Let's talk about right. that uh, with you and the company that you've been involved with uh, for a very long time. 
well, Pride Healthcare, which later became Pride Mobility Products. Talk about your involvement there and uh, uh, how working in a, a small business has shaped you. Well, you know, over 20 years, you, you, you better learn a lot, and, and we did. Uh, we grew, as I said, a small company to a large company. We made mistakes, uh, but we certainly uh, figured it out. Um, you learn how to get things done. Uh, you learn how to, when you set a goal, it's not a, it's, it's not a, it's not a, you don't get an award for achieving that goal. You're expected to achieve that goal. Um, you don't, you don't point fingers for blame. Uh, you, you, you give, you give away credit and you take the blame. Um, and you, you under promise and you, and you over deliver. Uh, those uh, axioms, those those theories, uh, unfortunately, tend to be uh, somewhat opposite in public service. Not with all people. You know, I spent those four years at, at, at Secretary of Revenue, and we applied those principles. And I will tell you, we um, we set a strategy, and Department of Revenue was named the most improved Department of Revenue during during my four years. So we we had the best, uh, most improved grade from a D to an A minus. And basically how we did it was we just focused on customer first, customer service um, uh, procedures. And uh, I also hate to say it, it, it wasn't necessarily that hard. We, we set a goal. People got behind it. Uh, we, uh, we did our best to transform a traditionally tax collection agency into a taxpayer advocacy agency. And, um, and actually our revenues went up because we, 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 treated, we treated taxpayers like customers, not a not 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 uh, not the enemy, um, and this this needs to be done. It needs to be done on a state level, and it actually can be done on a federal level. And look, I'm not going to do it by myself. Uh, you know, it's great would be crazy to think I'm 53 years old. I'm a realist. You got to go into this with all the, for all the right reasons that you're going to represent people. There's going to be no surprises for me in Washington. I'm a conservative. I believe in conservative principles. I believe in the America First agenda that the President Trump uh, talks about. And what that what that is, it's it's competitive taxes. It's cutting waste, abuse, and fraud from from our spending. It is an infrastructure bill. It is health care that that is affordable and works and is accessible to all. These things aren't you know shouldn't be that that difficult to get done. Um, and 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 all the red tape regulations. I mean that's what we worked on at the state. That it's, it's a huge problem on the, on the federal level. And you know even if sometimes you can't get you can't make a vote on it or get uh, you can you can alert the general public of what's happening and by gaining the support of the general public that's how you influence other legislators and um you know and and, and my guess is they want they want to uh, be influenced for, to move uh, to move America forward and that's what everybody should be there for let's talk about the, the healthcare issue because this thing has uh, obviously uh, been front and center for so many people, but I bet you have insight into it the way that others do not, because you have this business with hundreds of employees. Uh, what are your What are your suggestions for how to make this better for the the average individual and to make it work so that it is uh, affordable and accessible? I guess are the the goals here. Well, the biggest, there's many problems with our health care system, certainly with Obamacare, and as premiums uh, go up and just general costs go up, it's for, for those that are employed and everyone, it squeezes wages. When you squeeze wages, 
we decrease the disposable income of Pennsylvania and American families. And that is a big problem because consumer spending uh, and consumer confidence are what drive an economy. And it's just, it's just a shame when premiums for health care keep going up and wages can barely go up because the, the, uh, uh, the employer is spending thousands and thousands of more dollars uh, just, uh, just to cover their, their health care insurance. So there are plans. It's very disappointing that Congress didn't get it through yet. Um, and much of it, there's a lot of details to it, but I think what truly needs to be done is that we have block grants that go back to the states, and the states work out the, the proper health care, the proper Medicaid expansion, uh, and, and the proper level of competition among, among health care carriers um, in, in their state. And, and, and that the, certainly the, the private supply and demand will drive down costs. Access should improve. Uh, special programs will be made for those who, who need it. And, um, and, and that would be a big step in the right direction. Um, certainly many of the provisions that have been talked about since 2000, 2001, and, and uh, George Bush, too, um, uh, pre-existing conditions, you know, I, I think everybody would be okay with bringing the age to 25 or to 26 years old. I mean, things like that uh, are, are necessary and are helpful and don't drive up the costs. What's driving up the costs is the immense amount of red tape, the, the uh, uh, widespread pervasive expansion of, of, of Medicaid with no real um, eligibility or, or uh, clarity ineligibility. I mean, that's a, a huge expense on states and, and, and a problem. And it's, it's, it's very disorganized right now. And, and guess who's paying for it? Middle America, right? With, with they, when, when your premiums go to $5,000, or excuse me, when your deductible goes to $5,000, how many people actually have insurance? How many people do spend, unless something catastrophic occurs, actually spend up to $5,000 a year. So, or $10,000, or $8,000, the rates that you hear. So this is a big issue. It's putting a wet blanket over our economy, and it needs, uh, it needs to be addressed by Congress. All the more reason I like to be there and be a conservative focus on getting things done. Yeah, because that seems to be, uh, Dan, one of the problems that uh, people say is pervasive right now is that we have all these individuals sitting in Washington and there seems to be a gridlock and malaise. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it's very unacceptable. Uh, I'm, I feel as if I'm, I'm, you know, and I always will be, I'm, I'm on the side of the people, if you will. Uh, I'm, I'm an outsider, too. I, I, I see the uh, inertia. And, uh, and the lack of, of moving the ball up the field, if you will, and um, uh, it, it can't it can't no, no longer exist. And, and we, we make excuses, and um, that's not that's not what the American people are going to stand for. And it's certainly not why they voted in uh, uh, Donald Trump and a Republican House and Senate. Uh, we, we we must deliver, and if we don't, well then we, we bear the we bear the brunt of of, of that. We meaning uh, the Republican Party. 
Now, uh, of course, the agenda in Washington is, is going to be jam-packed because of these uh, hurricanes, which have uh, decimated, of course, Houston, and it looks like Florida is uh, in the in the eye, and that's going to be a priority. There is the tax legislation. That's a priority. The uh, the situation with DACA, that's a priority. Um, yeah. as, a, as a person from the world of business, uh, can all these things be tackled at once? I, I think so. I mean, if you set a timeline, you set, you give everybody, you know, they get part based on the committees, what, what project that they're on. Uh, you, you get these bills out of committee. Uh, you demand within the leadership should regular order in Congress. We submit a bill, the, the manner that it had been in the past. We get an up and down vote and it gets to the president. You know, it goes from the House, it goes to the Senate, it comes back for, for conference, and we, 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 uh, we get things done. And, um, you know, and not always, you know, we don't have to throw a Hail Mary. It doesn't have to be, you know, there's another saying in business, a good plan today is better than a perfect plan tomorrow. Um, we need to do things for that the American people expect us to do. And I'm speaking as us, as if, as if I'm there already, I'm not. They, they need at this point, but... I'm, I'm running so I can be, be part of that, um, be part of the results, and if not, uh, being very transparent and, and talking to people as shoulder to shoulder, because I'm in this with, with everybody else, and this is the problem, and this is, this is what we need to do to, to resolve the problem, and, and very often it's, it's voting at the, at, at, at the uh, polling booths or uh, it's, it's voicing our concerns. Because, but but I do think, um, I, I like being more positive. Uh, I, I do think that we can get these things done, including taxes, including health care, uh, including an infrastructure bill that I think everybody would be for. I think DACA certainly must be handled. Okay? I mean, what, what, what President Obama did there was absolutely illegal. I mean, the, the man, the, the president admitted that five or six times, but then he went, he went ahead and did it anyway. So it's not fair to anyone, even those who, who are here legally, to be left in limbo, if you will. I mean, it needs some, it needs some certainty, and we need comprehensive illegal immigration reform. And we've got to secure the borders. I mean, you know, every country in the world secures the borders, and for some reason, you know, we, 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 feel, you know, we, we feel that we're a modern nation, or we don't, uh, many in the, in the media and others, uh, that... That, that that's something that's 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 not important. It's very important. Just look at just look at one of the biggest plagues and epidemics that we're dealing with, and that's the opioid issue, and and not just the opioids, but what opioids leads to, and that's that's the heroin epidemic. I mean, where's that heroin coming from? I mean, it's 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 it's, it's much of it's coming over the borders. I mean, you know, I I think we're kidding ourselves sometimes. We 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 don't want to do anything, uh, but we. You know, the old saying, nobody wants to die, but we all want to go to heaven. Uh, we, we need to make the right decisions for the, the, based upon what is best for the U.S. and the American people. Uh, running as a Republican, uh, Dan, you will inevitably be tied to President Trump. That's just the way it is. Uh, from your right. perspective, uh, what kind of job is he doing so far? What is he getting right, and where can he improve? Well, let's look at the alternative. <laughs> I start there. You know, uh, if he wasn't elected, 
oh, well, I can't even imagine what the policy initiatives would, would be. Uh, it would be the exact opposite, frankly, of what President Trump is trying to do. Instead of lowering taxes, because we have the highest corporate and business taxes and, and taxes in the world, they would start trying to lower them and make us more competitive and bring back all the expatriated dollars that will help grow our economy, we'd be raising taxes. Instead of lowering regulations, we'd be, we'd be increasing them. Instead of having a more limited government, we'd, we'd have a bigger government. Instead of focusing on growing the private sector, we'd be focusing on growing the public sector. Uh, instead of actually following the Constitution, we'd be making it up as we go along. So I'm very happy that, that, that he was elected, and I do think his America First agenda, it's for you know, of course, president and, and crises and other things occur, but it's it's tax reform, it's regulatory reform, it's infrastructure, and it's health care. We got to get that done. And and if there's a there's a fifth in there, which is very important, it is border security. And you know, the things that he you know is is certainly in, uh, uh, making our our military as strong as possible and having the highest level of readiness. You know, that, that's a U.S. That's a world responsibility. I mean, we found over the last eight years what happens in a world when there's a power vacuum, and certainly uh, the world wants not, not just the United States should take on that responsibility because that's our that's our place, but the world wants us to because of what what the U.S. is about: democracy, freedom. All right, uh, Dan, we have to run, but uh, thank you for joining us today. You announced uh, yesterday, and I know that you are now out and about meeting uh, the people of the 11th Congressional District. So I know you're busy, and I know they're going to have your ear and your attention. So I appreciate you making the time for us this morning on WILK. Well, Sue, your show gets better and better. You know, I sometimes, unfortunately, start the day watching uh, Morning Joker, and uh, George Propagandinopoulos, and uh, I don't need, even need coffee after listening to them for a little while. And then I listen to you, and it's uh, you just you just do a great job for our, for our community in Northeast PA. So really, my pleasure being being on with you, Dan. I'll be blushing through the commercial. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Take care. You're the best. Thank bye you. Bye. Bye. Right. That's Dan Muser. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 